This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, market analysis and asset allocation views. Hello and thank you for joining us for Blue Convictions. Since the start of the year, we've been talking a lot about inflation. Now there are various other factors, notably the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the threat of supply disruptions in China that are also impacting the overall economic outlook and affecting market performance. So in this context, how are central banks responding? Are they aligned in their responses? And how's all this changing portfolio asset allocations? Those are some of the questions I'll be putting to Monica Defend, head of the Amundi Institute, who joins me now. Hello, Monica. Welcome. Thank you, Tom, and welcome to everybody. Thanks. And Monica, I wanted to start by asking you for some brief analysis on the outcome of the French presidential elections. Yes, Tom, with pleasure. Macron has eventually won the presidential election. The outcome in the second round race has been much narrower than in 2017. And um, very important, the ascension rate was put at 28%, the highest in 50 years. Uh, From a European perspective, this victory is a great success because it guarantees the stability for the Eurozone. Macron made it very clear that eventually this election were a sort of referendum on on Europe. And the re-election of French president uh, reinforces his vision of sovereign Europe with more unified European Union on foreign policy, on defense and energy independence going forward. So um, the European integration will continue and we expect President Macron to strengthen further the Franco-German and Franco-Italian pact and more in general with all the uh, European uh, institutions. Uh, This political uh, continuity will also reassure the NATO countries about France's foreign policy. Uh, The challenges that uh, uh, Emmanuel Macron is going to face in the next five years relates to the French economy and his ability uh, to push with the reforms that uh, he has uh, has, uh, in in his rudder, and then um, really addressing the uh, dissatisfaction with the uh, political class of of, uh, French people. Uh, The next step will be the choice of the prime minister that we do believe will be uh, decisive. Uh, Eventually, France is going into legislative election in in June, and this uh, will be uh, crucial uh, to implement the economic policy. Outside France, uh, maybe uh, we were uh, much more relieved uh, than French people on uh, Emmanuel Macron uh, winning uh, the election, Uh, although uh, all of us acknowledge this mixed uh, picture that is emerging in, uh, in France with people divided between relief indifference, disappointment, and anger after his election. On the investment implication, not much to say. The election risk premium had been removed already ahead of the election, and we see little space now for the spread of the IT versus the Bund to tighten further. Thank you so much for that, Monica. Now, with the risks of inflation and recession on the rise, I wondered if you've changed your macroeconomic outlook at all. Uh, yes, uh, yes, we did. Actually, some uh, new releases have been uh, included in the in the forecast, and the scenario uh, has been. Uh, 
father uh, darken with the idea of uh, this persecution in the world that is going to negatively uh, affect Europe both on a growth and on an inflation path. In particular, the situation will be particularly uh, tricky for Germany and Italy, where we might expect uh, a technical uh, a technical recession over the uh, next uh, quarters. Uh, when it goes to, to China, again, we uh, reduced, we slashed down the uh, economic growth forecast for this year to 3.5% uh, on these uh, um, COVID zero tolerance policies that uh, is waiting a lot on the uh, on the economy through uh, through lockdowns and we see therefore the official target 5.5 being really uh, really challenged uh, challenged by the uh, real economy dynamics but uh, this is uh, uh, creating uh, an incentive for the um, central authorities in China, and it is already, it has already been the case for the uh, central bank to move even more uh, accommodative. So. Um, the, uh, the, there are some uh, divergences, uh, as, uh, as we said, in inflation expectations, short-term uh, peak versus long-term rise. The idea uh, is that uh, in the long-term, uh, inflation will uh, remain uh, sticky and high in light of the geopolitical risks, supply chain uh, stress due to the lockdown in, uh, in, in China. Uh, divergences will display on, on growth and not only in economic growth, but also in the earnings season, uh, that for us uh, will be a key moment um, in assessing the situation of the uh, corporate sector, uh, the compression of margin and the path through uh, from higher production uh, producer, price in, uh, producer price levels into uh, consumer price indexes. Thanks, Monica. And in this complex environment, are the main central bank's policies largely aligned? And do you think there's a risk of policy errors being made? Yes, this is a, a, a key question, uh, Tom. Central banks are on diverging path and they face key dilemmas between inflation and growth. Again, uh, the pivotal role of this uh, growth-inflation uh, mix is uh, coming at the front. When it goes to the Fed, uh, for example, the Fed is behind the curve. And in the past, this has been causing volatility in the real economy, uh, has been inflating the economy. And and eventually, uh, it has been uh, pushing forward uh, multiple uh, recessions. On the economic front, uh, we do believe uh, the US economy uh, will continue to perform and slowly uh, abate uh, to potential uh, down the road this year, moving below potential uh, next year. So the Fed today has to decide between killing inflation at the risk of triggering a recession now, or buy some more time for nominal growth to increase and pay the toll uh, later on. We do believe it is likely they will um, move uh, towards uh, the, 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 the latter way. Uh, the risk of a policy mistake are uh, much higher in, in Europe, where uh, we do expect uh, some um, stagflation with a higher uh, probability and fragmentation across the, the country. So um, the this ECB uh, is really emphasizing this need of being flexible, 
gradual and, and data dependent, adjusting uh, their uh, monetary policy stance uh, on the way. Uh, we do not mention uh, very often the, the Bank of Japan, but again, uh, they are facing uh, a dilemma not referred to inflation, where their goal, inflation goal is still far off, but in defending its yield target vis-a-vis -vis the yen weakness that is driving up the cost of living for households and input costs for firms reliant on import of energy and, and commodities. So all these uh, three uh, big banks are um, really running into uh, a dilemma. And when you face a dilemma, the risk of a policy uh, mistake is not negligible. Thanks, Monica. And lastly, in this context, do you recommend any changes in portfolio asset allocation? Uh, yes, in the in the bond market, uh, we have seen uh, a lot of volatility, in particular in the uh, short end of the curve, and some movements uh, recently in the in the long end. As such, we've been tactically adjusting the uh, duration stance, reducing actually the the short. Um, in the long term, we do believe the trajectory for rate remains uh, on the uh, remains upward. So it, it really doesn't make uh, a lot of sense uh, to uh, remain as short as uh, we were in the in the recent past in particular on the uh, on the front end uh, given the latest uh, latest movement there is some uh, tactical uh, relative play to be uh, implemented um, and curve opportunities in Australia and and Canada and um, and now uh, maybe also in uh, in, in France, uh, where the uh, uncertainty had been uh, removed. In the effects, the call is for commodity and safe haven currencies. So uh, we have been uh, recently adding Brazilian real versus the uh, US dollar, while the uh, prosecution of the uh, Ukraine uh, conflict continues to, to favor the, the Swiss franc versus the euro and the yen versus the, uh, versus the euro. Uh, equities uh, remain favored versus uh, credit at this stage, but uh, we reiterate the call for equity uh, selection. Uh, the earnings season will uh, shed some light, in particular in, in Europe, where we see uh, most of the challenges. Uh, we, should, we continue to keep uh, a short relative bias um, versus uh, uh, European equities versus uh, US uh, equities, as the latter should be uh, proving more, um, more, more resilient. On the credit, uh, we remain cautious and we have further moved towards less risky names across the fixed income dedicated uh, allocation. Um, in the search uh, for, for income, we recently uh, moved more uh, positive on MB because uh, the uh, because oil has been gradually moving down and the uh, emerging development market gap has been improving. And last but not least, the tilt of the MB composition towards LATAM uh, countries and commodity exporters is uh, a positive uh, contributor. Uh, diversification uh, remains, uh, remains crucial. We have been adding real asset exposure in areas that are more resilient to inflation, uh, infrastructure, loans with uh, floating rates uh, and uh, real, uh, real estate. To conclude, investors should be ready to adjust uh, their allocation to deal uh, with inflation that, as we said, is going to uh, remain high. 
um, we think that we have seen most of the repricing already taking place in uh, in bonds. We now expect more to come in the longer part of the yield curve and in the most fragile equity markets. Okay, well, that's all we've got time for. Monica Defend, head of the Amundi Institute, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. We hope to have you with us again very soon for another edition of Blue Convictions. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004, on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.